What's up, Dirty Benches? I'm JD. And I'm Patty Popcorn. And we are the host of the Old Dirty Benches podcast. If you came here to listen to two women shoot the shit and talk about stuff we are not qualified to talk about, then you're at the right podcast. On ODB, we talk about white-collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to $600 billion every year. Unacceptable. White-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube, and don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. So give us a listen. Hello, Patty. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. This is JD. Thank you you for saying, where are we? Who are you? (laughs) What's going on? I'm over uh, this gray weather. Oh, yeah, dude. I just started taking vitamin D. Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that. Because I'm so sleepy all the time. Yeah. And uh, my my smile is now a frown. (laughs) Turn that frown upside down. And I'm like, God damn it, I want to I know, sun. but my daughter was just saying yesterday, it it's going to get better. It, we're on the downside, <laughs> like trying to talk me out of my depression. So, because I was like, oh, I got to get out of the sun. I know. I need sun. I hear you. That's how I was feeling. Like, because we had a partially sunny day this week, and you I was like, oh. just want to run out there. God, ah! I was like, God bless you. <laughs> and then it went away, and I was uh-huh. like, God damn it. They're really getting pounded in California, though. Oh, jeez. Dude. Not good. Crazy. Not good. And Kevin Costner couldn't make it to the awards ceremony. Well, whoopee freaking do. <laughs> I do not get the Yellowstone uh, fandom. Fandom, yeah. I don't I, get it. I watched a couple, and I'm like, meh. And I, you know me. I watched pretty much everything, mm-hmm. so. No, we tried one episode. We didn't make it all the way through, and we thought we would go back to see, like, and then, nah. and then we were like, nah, we're not interested. Same. So, I don't know. Just, like, maybe part of the problem is now it's kind of like when things get super popular, I kind of get, like, I'm too cool for that. Yeah. I'm not mainstream like you guys. <laughs> but I really don't like it. I really don't get it. My take on it when we first started watching it, um, and I think they had just been in the news, too, but the Bundy family in Colorado you know, they're the ranchers that are anti-government so and stuff. So is that like who that's based on? I don't know, but I was getting those sort of vibes from uh-huh. that show, and I was completely not interested uh-huh. in it. So, especially Same. with everything going on, and I was like, right. nope. I just, so. whatever. I don't need to see that family bullshit. I'm good. Yes. I did see, though, where Everything Everywhere All at Once, they had won some awards, mm-hmm. which I was pretty excited about that. Speaking of which... We're going to do a movie review today. We are. We are. And I so have we'll been waiting. Some white collar people, but that's okay. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fair weather fans. Fair weather fans. <laughs> Fair weather. I've been waiting all week for this. I 
Cannot, oh boy. Cannot wait. I bet. Um, this is right up your alley, too. <laughs> I know it. Oh, gosh. We're going to so. go deep on one side, people. <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> Where I'm like, nah. <laughs> this was a very delicious movie. <laughs> Selection. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, it was directed by uh, Mark Meliod. My okay, lord, sure. I don't know. I don't know who did Ollie G in the house. I don't know if you ever watched that movie. Oh, really? Yes. With Borat. Uh, yes. Okay. And a couple of other movies that I've not watched like ever. And now he has also done what some work. What are they called? Maybe I have. I didn't write them Annette? down. Annette. I'm Just sorry. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually done some work on Game of Thrones. So some of the episodes from the series. It's making more sense as you're saying. Oh please, this. you were all in on that series. I until was. The end. Shit the bed. Yes. And now dead to me. Dead to me. <laughs> Also, uh, Succession, which uh, I know has gotten really good ratings. I haven't actually watched I've that watched series. I've watched a few of them. It's good, but I, again, I just never got, like, fished into that one either. Okay. And then Shameless. I have watched some episodes of that, but cannot I hate get into it. that show. Yes, because I it's... can't stand that drunk dad. I know. I felt yeah. horrible for the kids. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I did not watch it. Yes. I that's why I did not continue to watch any more than a couple All episodes. Right. So far, we're tracking pretty good. <laughs> so then um, he basically took an 11-year break from, like... Same. <laughs> Mine's but, ongoing, however. Uh, yeah, yours, yours has continued. Yeah. His has not. He's back on the scene. I know. Um, so there's big names in this movie that include... Okay, can we just say, this movie's The Menu. You never said that. Oh, I didn't? No. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, you can stop your <laughs> guessing, everyone. It's The Menu with Ray Sorry. Fiennes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. It's, She's so excited. I am. I cannot wait to get into at this. at the bit. I, basically. Oh, brother. Um, Here we go. So- <laughs> Yes, so Voldemort is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Super excited when I first seen the trailer and knew that he was going to be the chef in it. And then um, Anya Taylor-Joy. She's getting around. Margot. Yeah, she's lot. been in a lot of stuff mm-hmm. lately. Uh, Nicholas Holt, um, who I believe was probably the biggest dick in this movie. Was that her date? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, John Luizamo, Yeah. Huge fan. Um, Janet McTeer, Judith Light. And a bunch of other people. Did you hear who was supposed to be the John Leguizamo part? Um, I want to say maybe, but I can't remember It now. was supposed to be Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Daniel Radcliffe. I did remember seeing that now. That would be funny. Like um, the Voldemort thing. Would've yeah. Like a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a little uh-huh. wink. Yeah. A little winky. Because I did like him in uh, the new movie with Sandra Bullock, where he's kind of <laughs> like the villain. Yeah. He was so funny in that. So the budget was about $30 million. Which, Excuse again, me. why? Oh, we're going to get into that. Okay. It's going to make some sense here. For the food. <laughs> Catering. <laughs> so, <laughs> so opening... Uh, opening weekend, it made around $15.2 million. Some of that money came out of my pocket. The- I never saw it in the theater. <laughs> I waited until it was on HBO for Frizzle. And the project was announced uh, during COVID and completed during that time. And the director 
uh, even became ill at one point when they were getting ready to start. With COVID? Yes. Mm. And he missed 10 days of work. <gasps> I know. So he said he kind of felt like he was behind. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> did you write your... your no. What I'm just going to do it in my head. Okay. It's not that hard, okay? <sighs> All right. I spent some time thinking about this. <laughs> As we know, everyone... <laughs> One of us is an overachiever, <laughs> and one of us is not. <laughs> okay, so JD wrote, uh, Hawthorne is known as a foodie paradise where the rich are able to feast on food that is meant to be a delectable experience. A private island that offers an oasis for the taste buds. But what happens... <laughs> <laughs> wow what happens when you're writing like a commercial for you to go to hawthorne what i get from this i want to go <laughs> what happens when art is shit on by capitalism and greed the chef julian fucking cracks up slowick <laughs> is known in the industry as one of the best and on this night he will bring a group of unsuspecting visitors to the private island for a meal they will never forget Insane. I took a bow. Okay, go ahead. I took a bow. <laughs> Just imagine that, everyone. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go way shorter than that. Here's mine. Don't be a dick to service people, or you might be murdered. <laughs> End scene. That's actually pretty good. Um, I felt it in my soul because I have been a service industry person. Yes. I uh have worked fast food not at a well, I take that back. I have worked in a restaurant. Um little known or unknown fact about myself. I actually have an associates in culinary and have worked in the kitchen. Wow. Yes. Like as a cook? Yes. Like a chef? As a chef, as a chef. <gasps> I didn't Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but then you were like, fuck this crime. I'm going there. <laughs> I'm going to get some fraud somewhere. No, just kidding. Yeah, so uh, I actually worked uh in a actually really good kitchen um, with a chef who was amazing. But uh, so I could relate to some of the stuff that that was happening in the movie. I was excited for this movie just because I wanted to see what unfolded during the story because it did look like some murder was going to go down. Yeah, I thought I was hoping it wouldn't be something gross like cannibalism or something. Yeah, I didn't want anything like that happening. That's what I was worried it was going to be. But it was not. It was so not. Feel free to go if you think it's cannibalism. It is not. It's not. And when I watched it, I had already come to a conclusion on what Patty may have thought about the movie, but I wasn't sure. And then my spouse was like, What do you think Patty thought? So then we oh, had to look. Everyone's <laughs> trying to assist, try to guess what I'm going to say if I liked it or not. Yes. So our rating system is a Wiener Schnitzel, a licorice red. Not black. 
and um, a mummy, which we have explained in previous episodes why the we Tom grade Cruise that way. Mummy, and he couldn't go to the Golden Globes because he's too important. Oh yeah, that's true too. And I think he made a Scientology joke or something that I seen. <laughs> I was like, shut up, bro. I like him. (laughs) I like that guy. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to rate this one again in between a red licorice and a wiener schnitzel. Okay. (gasps) We thought that you would hate this I know, right? See? Uh, Totally thought that. pigeonhole me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Pigeonhole. I can think, too. thinking we just didn't think that you would like this story because of the way it unfolded it isn't really like a mainstream movie no i watched it by myself i would be curious to know if chris would like it Mm -hmm. he didn't watch it okay okay i don't know did he not watch it because he didn't think he would be interested watching football oh gotcha i'm like well i'm watching this yes peace i don't care about whatever (laughs) game you're watching i think it was the vikings i don't care about okay okay gotcha so i was like i'll just go watch this and eat popcorn and i did all right man Mm -hmm. was it coconut pop (laughs) dude sad news i don't think they're making that shit anymore what yeah i went to reorder it not available. Oh, shit. I know. I wonder if it's just temporary because of all the supply chain issues. But I'm very upset. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. But I anyway, <laughs> what's your rating? <laughs> so it's a wiener schnitzel. It is a wiener schnitzel mm-hmm. for me. I loved this movie. Okay. I really liked it. Number one, I'm a huge foodie. And I was caught off guard by the story of the movie and how it basically unfolded for the viewers. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of it I wasn't expecting. For sure. The way it happened. Uh, I also want to point out that the meals that were plated and served to the guests make this movie a must-see for that alone, in my opinion. Okay. Um, Especially dessert. (laughs) Jesus fuck. (laughs) And hopefully when you are experiencing the movie, you don't have a big ass dog that is farting while you're recording a podcast. Oh no, she's still doing it. She's happily sleeping. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Here's what's on the menu for you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like skunk over on my side. Holy cow. Okay. Crack a window. Rancid in here. The arc of each character, as you see the story unfold, was rather interesting to me. So it's really sort of like psychological theater about behavior that incorporates food, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So, in order to eat at Hawthorne, you have to pay $1,250 for each person. Right. Ridiculous. Whoa. I was like, holy shit. Um, I. Do you want to point out that uh, once you pay for the experience, you're ferried out to an island where much of the product or food is grown, fished. And it's all sourced there. Yep, or slaughtered right there and on the island. And they live, the staff lives there. Yes, the staff all live there to include the head chef. Um, so how much money have you paid for a meal? Like what was probably the <laughs> None highest? None of your business. <laughs> Ma'am, how dare you? No, probably the most I've ever paid to eat somewhere. And let's just say, like, you like and your two spouse. Of us, yes, two people. Probably 
under 300. Okay. And that included, like, drinks and everything, but it wasn't, like, fancy like this. Okay. I mean, I've never been to... And I would not. Uh, an island where yeah. <laughs> you're getting this experience from the moment that you and leave the dock. why we're speaking right now. Correct. Because you wouldn't survive, but... Um, spoiler! <laughs> <laughs> I would say probably between me and my spouse, the most we have paid is $50 um, coupon <laughs> night. <laughs> Man, anywhere probably from three to $500. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Because we have if meant you have to. drinks, it can add up. Oh, yeah. And depending on like where you're eating and where you're getting served, you can pay a, a good chunk of change. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, like uh, we had done those for special events, like anniversaries yeah. or whatever, you know, or we had went on a trip somewhere and we were like, okay, we're going to splurge. Because mm-hmm. for us, the meal part of it is oftentimes like one of the most exciting things that we do on the trip, you know, so we haven't had a problem paying that much money if we know that like the product we're getting right is going to be like extremely good so now i don't know that i could picture myself paying over a thousand dollars for a meal that seems like wow it would be 2400 2500 for two of you jesus no dude, that's, I, a, a, that's lot, a lot lot a lot of money uh, i mean i guess that's if like i had a whole vacation Oh, yeah. I mean, I I guess if I was wealthy and yeah. I just had the money to throw away, I'd be like, let's go to a fucking island. Eat some good let's food. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. All these people were horrible. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The entire movie involves the chef and doing what he loves as a career. So only to find that uh, the very... <laughs> people fucked it up for everyone. <laughs> That to be the very best, you have to serve some selfish, like self-loathing, arrogant, and egotistical individuals. Oftentimes, and people that don't even appreciate it. Mm-hmm. During the movie, we find out that the chef and his team had uh, specifically selected each guest, and um, we do kind of understand that there is a waiting list for this place, but he has allowed each of these individuals to come but he's also decided he's had enough right Right. the whole this is gonna be his final swan song as it were yes i like that swan song i mean he essentially wants to serve up his own justice as it were over the course of the evening and this includes making his one-of-a-kind tortillas that have like imprints of each person's crime or wrongdoing on them so the movie was like both horrifying and thrilling and includes right, a lot of you satire. You don't know what's going to happen. No. And it just like you just have an edge on the whole time. You're you don't know why, but you're just like something is seriously off here. Yes. But you don't know why, but no. you feel it. Yeah. I mean even like uh once they first arrived on the island and um they meet one of the chefs, right? Elsa I was starting to get, like, that tense feeling. Right. A little bit of anxiety that kept building up. Something's not right here. Yes. So, uh, I thought it was... they're they're not overt about it. No, no, no. That's what makes it so good. No. It kind of creeps up on you. So, um, I really appreciated that. um, Because I don't like it to be overbearing, but just a tiny bit where you're... uh, 
entrenched in the whole story and the movie itself, but uh-huh. and then something comes up and just like straight smacks you in the face. What I read was the director Mark had everyone mic'd up while they were on set, which literally takes place in one open space or room, right? There's mm-hmm. the dining area and then the kitchen. Right, that's open. Which is open for the guests to uh, either watch from their tables or actually uh, coming up into the kitchen and seeing like what they're preparing, the, the staff. Mm-hmm. So saw that their sound staff had also mic'd the entire room. So you had the conversations going on at each table, which you kind of uh, can so pick it's up. it's like a restaurant. Yeah, it gives you that restaurant feel while you're watching the movie. So the actors and crew spent a week rehearsing and reviewing the themes as well as the ideas before they actually started shooting. Um, they also brought in a three Michelin star chef, Dominique as a consultant to work with their food stylists and the local chefs that they hired. Huh. Yeah. I want to point out that no she... No expense was spared, everyone. <laughs> so the budget that they used at $15 million went towards, food. yeah, a lot of... Expertise. The food. And then, of course, they built that entire set, you know, the dining room slash kitchen that mm-hmm. they're in. It's cool. Uh, I want to point out that Dominique is the only female in the use, uh, U.S. In the use. use. <laughs> the cool people call it the use. <laughs> in the U.S. The foodie people call it the use. She's the only female in the U.S. with that title, which I thought was oh, pretty cool. awesome. Uh, what each- title? With uh, having the three stars. Oh, with the Michelin? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Each dish was constructed so that the patrons would be feeling and eating their emotions during the movie. Mm. So she actually came up with, with the menu. much of the menu herself. Oh. Yep. The staff had to create some of the meals repeatedly five or more times for various takes. They actually recruited kitchen staff that were already working... Uh, in the local area at different restaurants, and they put them through a sort of boot camp for a week. So they constantly went over recipes. David Gelb, the creator of Chef's Table, took some food porn shots for the movie. (laughs) So you know how, like, some of the shots come up, and it's just, like, the The shot of the plates? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was him. Okay. Which I thought was amazing because it just, like, gives you a glance. And it was cool how they broke it up. You know, by the the menu. Yes. Mm-hmm. The what's the word? The dish or not the what like am I a description to say? of the actual item that they were going to be served. All right. You know, like Emma's bouche. Yeah. First course, second uh-huh. the courses. Thank yes, you. Yes, the various courses wow. that they were being served. Mm-hmm. I love that, that too. Was I very thought that cool. was and a then good a little addition. description of what it was <laughs> yeah. that which turns out to be funnier and funnier the longer you go. <laughs> Yeah, which was also a build-up as well. Mm-hmm. What you're like, this shit's off the rails. <laughs> yeah. So Elsa was one of my favorite characters from the start of the movie. Chef seemed to be an egomaniac, but grew like more psychotic over the course. Uh, you know, as it's unfolding, um, he's shouting out commands, sort of like a drill sergeant. Uh, the single claps. So when I was sitting in the movie theater, huh. yeah, it it was extremely loud. And each time that he did it, that. yeah, I was like jumping a little bit. Um, and then, of course, the staff are repeating each of his commands out loud. Um, right, like a cult. Yes. 
Yeah, and it gave my belly like a lot of tension, even though I was like, that looks delicious. Yeah, like, so to me, <laughs> we were essentially Anya Taylor-Joy's character, who's yes. like, something is fucking up here, <laughs> but I'm not in on it. And she was disturbed by the clapping, too. So yes. to me, that was, she was us, uh-huh. basically. That's how I felt, too. Margot was the rest of us viewers. Unless Aaron. you got, like, excited by what was happening. I wasn't. I was like, holy shit, I want to leave this yeah, place like, no, right now. I was like, girl, you better run. <laughs> <laughs> as far as Chef went, I felt like he had lost the love for um, what he had been doing and kind of became consumed with being like the very best, right? Being a rising star as a chef, mm-hmm. which is what you want to do when you mm-hmm. get into that field. I think that once he realizes... Like he couldn't really go any farther. Yeah, he couldn't he go any fa- further, but he's essentially cheating others because we find out there's some fraud, some white collar <laughs> crime going on, right? I think he feels like he's become what he actually despised. Yep. And this is probably where he decides I'm going to serve. The- and his whole, like, he despised everyone he was working with yes. before. And he was just like, I'm done. Peace. Mm-hmm. I'm going to peace out. Yeah, he kind of comes up with this scheme, along with the staff, uh, of, like, this corrupt, like, retribution that's called the menu. Right. Mm. Uh, which I think also works to discipline himself as well. Like, his sort of punishment that he's come mm. up with. But he was... It was like a cult. He was like the leader of the cult. 100%. And he was like, and we're done. Yes. So it's the idea that he wasn't or didn't always feel like he was part of the problem and then realizes he is, Mm -hmm. like you said, to your point, a cult leader. And that he's training the next people behind him to do the same. Yeah. And then he's like, I don't want to be this. And it's sort of like a eat the rich theme Mm -hmm. at that point. One of the first things that I noticed that they served was charcoal. <laughs> the charcoal ring that they had. Yeah. But they referred to it as char. And I started laughing immediately because uh, we had went to a restaurant where charcoal was served. And you were like, why? <laughs> why charcoal? Who's going to eat this shit? <laughs> that girl's date. That's who. Yeah. Fucking brown noser. <laughs> But the island's like 12 acres of bounty. And uh, Elsa also talks about the team being a family. And she makes some pretty uncanny statements during the movie. But also talks about how the staff gels. So do you remember that statement Uh she made? We gel. She constantly was like harping on that. So I thought. Well, I hope so. Because you're like in it. To win it. For the. To the end, oh, my yeah. friend. They've basically given up everything, like right. hanging out with friends or doing any sort of like they're hobbies. in a cult. Oh, yeah. They're fucking there, like living in this. Hanging on this psycho's every word. <laughs> Bunker style yeah, room. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that he invites the food critic who actually created him. And he refers to, or she refers to his island as a bioculinary idea. So, like, its own little biosphere, mm-hmm. which I thought was an accurate assessment. And then, during the movie, Chef constantly reminds them that they're not to eat, but to savor and accept all of it. So, that was basically the theme through the Because little do you know, <laughs> it's your last meal. Yes. No. 
One of my favorite meals presented was the breadless bread course. <laughs> but can we get some bread then? <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> what a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, I liked how they started being like, do you know who we are? Right. And she was like, yeah, I know who you it's are. It's like the worst of every person. <laughs> This this could have been called like why Patty is not a waitress <laughs> because I'd be like go fuck yourself. I mean the breadless bread course, the bread sitting up there, you can't have any of it. You can look at it. You can only have little daubs of topping. <laughs> yeah, the dipping, yeah, the dipping course. So they have like emollients and stuff like that on there, and then they were provided these little wooden spoons that they could stick in there yeah, and eat it, and then eat try the to topping. eat it. It wasn't like you could even scoop it out. It was like you could cut it like a Just tiny little, a little taste, taste on there. And you're like, this is worth twelve hundred dollars, <laughs> dude. The minute that I knew I wasn't getting bread, I think I'd have been like, check please. Yeah, exactly. Where's the fairy though? <laughs> yeah. We're also addicted to bread here. I was such a gluten whore. I would have been like, I can't, I can't fucking do this. We've got to leave right there's now. There's only three rolls and there's four of us. <laughs> How are we going to survive? <laughs> yeah. You're referring to our ladies' night that we That's had the right. other night. There was four of us. This is a tangent, by the way. <laughs> we went out really to uh, a group of friends, four of us. We went out to eat, and um, they serve complimentary rolls there. When they sat us down, they brought out a bread After basket. After waiting two hours. Correct. We waited two hours to get in here. <laughs> they sat us down, and they brought the bread basket over. And there was three fucking rolls in there. And I just looked at it, and I was like... That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like... Who do I have to kill here at this table? <laughs> right? Oh, I'm getting a fucking roll, y'all. Hilarious. That's so funny. But imagine if they just would have brought like little daubs of oh, topping. God. I'd be like, I'm fucking out of here. Why'd we wait? <laughs> and it wasn't even $1,200. <laughs> and again, like Margo's the one that's like, this is some fuck fucking bullshit right here. <laughs> Throughout the whole movie, she really like she's us. She's yeah. like, "What the fuck? This is stupid." We paid twelve hundred dollars for this garbage, right? Yeah, and her date's just like all in. He's practically he's like, "Are you gonna eat that?" The chef. I'm he's going like, to eat it. Oh god. Oh yeah. He's, he might as well have been jacking do, him off. Yeah, he can't do anything wrong. He's so great. Uh, do you think the chef is mad at me? <laughs> Should I apologize? I was like, "Shut the fuck up, dude." Because you weren't allowed to take pictures of your food, no. but he did, and that oh, was what yes. was on his tortilla. Yes. Um. So, Chef actually refers to the bread as something that's often eaten by the poor or the common man. I know that I've had Touché. my share of loaves. Back in <laughs> and it's delicious. Yeah. Uh, I So, the restaurant itself, I thought was gorgeous, but mm. it's also stark and chilly, like, all at the same time. There's a lot of space, yes, between the guests, their tables, and of course they can see out. Oh yeah, I mean, get off me. I think it was done on purpose, yeah, right, so that they can kind of have enough space to do some of the stuff that they're going to end up doing. But I was the director. I wouldn't. I would have not let them read the whole story. I would have only let them read their parts of what was going on at the table. Okay. Okay. 
Until, like, the end. Until the end, and then... Yeah. Once, okay. Then they'd be more, like... I feel like, yeah, that might have been a good turn what? of events. Yeah, because you know, they would only know what... Like, in life, you only know what's going on in your... Correct. ...table. Yeah. But who doesn't fucking listen? Oh, I love that shit. <laughs> I don't know any of you people, but I am here for your stories. Oh, yeah. I people watch love and it. listen to everybody's conversations exactly. all the time. So my husband will oftentimes be, like, looking at the menu, and I'm, like, turning my head. Did you hear that? Yeah, and then I'll, like, bend over, and I'll be like, did you just hear what they said? Exactly. And he's like, what? And I'm like, oh, my God. He just said, Exactly. It's so great. Or what I see a lot of times now is uh, everybody on their phones. Mm -hmm. So I will make a point to also bring that up. I don't like that. Me neither. I'm usually a let's all put our phones away so we can sit down and conversate and stuff like that. So Margo is interesting, like you said. we didn't say, though, that Margo wasn't supposed to be there. Yes, I am getting to that. that. But that's like a pretty big part. It is. Uh, This is where we like... We learn Margot essentially, um, a guest that was added unexpectedly, becomes a sort of de facto victim brought there by someone that I assumed knew he would die, but basically didn't want to do it alone. Right? So, well, chef, he already had paid, right? Well, he something? had paid, but I mean, I'm sure he could have emailed Chef at that point and been like, I'm going to come as a single. And he probably still would have allowed him to come. But it's he just showed that he was a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. He was definitely a piece of shit. Uh, so he was going to go no matter what. Yes. And then um, he brings Margot. Basically, like, sacrificing an innocent person who has nothing to do with anything. Correct. She's just, like, a call girl type yep. person. Um, she's a paid, I don't escort. know, sex worker, however you want to say it, um, escort. And uh, she has no idea, like, any of this is going on. She just and he knew. It. And he knew the entire time, her date. So. so, of course, you're like, confirmed you should die for sure. Oh, 100%. As we were finding that out, I was like, he needs to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gots to go. I mean, Chef tells Margo once he figures out uh, that she's been, she's been, like. Uh, bamboozled. Bamboozled, Yes. Um, by her date, he says to her, and I quote, you might have ruined the menu, but you will die tonight, end quote, which <laughs> it's like, okay, so he's really like, but you're not supposed like, to be you here. You got to pick a side. Yes. Are you with us or are you with them? Correct. Are you a giver? But taker? you're going to die either way. Yes. But I would definitely want to be with them because these people suck. They're awful. One of the other things that stood out to me was Chef Julian's mother is present. (laughs) What the fuck? But tucked away in a corner where she can drink her meals. She's drinking. Yes. And she seems lovely. Uh, At one point, he refers to like memories and recounts an an event from his youth that was like super painfully awkward. Uh, When he was telling it, I was like, what the fuck? And this is when the tortillas are printed, presented to everyone, and each one has something like stomach turning on it, or enough to at least get the patron's attention. Right, like so, the like, guys doing insider trading. Insider or trading with the investor who basically helped Chef Julian get this island. Um, and then, of course, there's like a husband cheating on his wife, and there's like maybe some weird like pedophile stuff going on. Yeah, he liked the young girls. Uh, yeah. 
And um, and then there's some like other story arcs going on. Of course, Nicholas Holt's character he brings uh, he's he's a douchebag, but he brings um, an escort who has no idea that they're all going to die. That's going to be her last meal. Um, but it's just interesting. Like, but it's because to him. She was just, she didn't matter. Oh, no. She was definitely not important. Yeah. She was just an You're object. You're just like a prop coming with me. Correct. I don't want to eat by myself. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he was a social Fuck media it. whore. Forget like you said, it. he's in there taking pictures after he was instructed not to do it. And his tortilla has, like, him taking him. pictures of the fucking meals. That's <laughs> his crime. Then he's like, do you think he's mad at me? Should I go apologize? <laughs> She's like. That's when you're like, what is going on here? This <laughs> yeah. is so weird. Marco's like, uh, no. Who gives a fuck? Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. I want bread. So I think the first time, like, I'm like, okay, they need to get the fuck out of here is when the sous chef actually shoots yeah, himself. Yeah, what? What? They bring out the shower the curtain. Mess. Yeah, and the mill is called the mess. And I was like, what I was the hoping, fuck? to be honest, that they weren't going to like slaughter an animal or something at that That's point. what I thought was going to happen because yeah. the shower like, curtains come oh, out. Oh, shit. And I thought oh, they were going to kill something right yeah. in front of them. And they did. And he he did. He committed suicide, <laughs> right. which was so jarring to me yeah, during the that movie that I was fucking... like, holy crap. <gasps> yeah. That's when I was like, all right, shit just got real. Right. Anything goes Here now. Here we go. <laughs> and then I was glad they didn't like eat that guy again because oh, yes. I was worried some sort it of might cannibalism be some thing. kind of cannibalism thing. Yeah. Correct. Um, I mean, Chef basically gives commentary on how they basically spend every waking moment at the restaurant and often giving everything that to people that are complete strangers. So and like they're just often don't deserve it clearly. Correct. So another one of the scenes was uh, when they chop Richard's ring finger off the that guy who's cheating. Too. Yeah. And Elsa's like, make a decision. And he's like, what are you talking about? Cause they try to leave. Yes. They try to get up him and his wife, leave their regulars they come there like i don't know 10 12 times yeah, but they 12. can't remember a single meal they've eaten there with chef so elsa's basically like oh we'll make this the decision <laughs> for you and she's like a left ring finger and they put his hand up on the table that they were Fucking eating at chop and chop his ring finger off. and then like here's a napkin <laughs> wrap it up <sighs> yeah uh, it's one very of crazy. the other courses was man's folly, and <laughs> this is where they that allow the men one. to run off and try to get away. Right. But also, we find out that Chef has tried to sexually assault one of his staff members. Right. And she gets to stab him in the leg with scissors. I thought that shit was crazy. <laughs> what was the? There was something else about stabbing with scissors because that made it into like the meal. Oh, the yeah. Chicken. Yep. The chicken that was served to them, they had put with tiny scissors, scissors in it. And I was like, after seeing all that, I would just, not have been able to eat yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was just so weird. Like, I mean, granted, after I learned that I was not going to get any bread, that would have <laughs> that would have been it. You would have got your finger chopped off. My sure. appetite. And I'd be like, fuck this place. Chef Julian, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um and then of course the last shot in the restaurant was of the human s'mores right Whoa. but you're not talking about her 
picking sides. All right, I don't want to step on how, where you're going, but what are no. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Because uh, that's way before the s'mores. It is. It is. Chatamate kurasai. Hold on one second. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a little Japanese I learned while I was stationed oh, overseas. Okay, well, okay. I know, know that. <laughs> <laughs> so the human store at the end was based on a dessert that was actually invented by a chef. A human s'more. Yeah. That well, was no, a no, dish no. invented by someone? No, 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 not the human. No, okay. not the, the one s'mores. that they. Yes. Okay. The dessert that uh, Grant uh, at a restaurant in Chicago had created. This chef actually creates it on the entirety of the table. So that was his concept. But when he serves his guests the dessert, they actually place it on the entire <laughs> they table. They usually live. <laughs> <laughs> well, they get to eat it and then walk out of the restaurant okay. after they're done. And they probably pay less than $1,200. I'm 100% sure of that. I haven't looked up their menu, but <laughs> it's probably way less. So Mark wanted to create the same concept, but basically use that version for the entire restaurant, which is what we see yeah, uh, towards crazy. the end. So this is where I want to discuss Margot a little bit more because during the entire movie, we find out, of course, like we've said, she's not supposed to be there. Right. And so Chef is basically like, pick a side, and he gives her like a time limit. She like also an has hour to or something, right? Or yes, minutes or I something. I don't, I don't remember. It seems like. It feels like forever. Oh, no. But then the timer finally goes off. And then like, he's like, I'm with you guys. <laughs> I hope I could talk him into letting me live. Yeah. So at, at some point, he actually tells her to go get something that's, uh, I think, in his, his house or farmhouse or whatever. And she ends up having to fight Elsa. Well, which, she's supposed to get a barrel. That's, yeah, the barrel. But then she goes in his house. Yes, correct. And Elsa confronts Elsa's her there. Like, We're not doing that. And she's like, you're not going to replace me. And they end up getting in this fight. And she has to kill Elsa, basically. Yeah, I didn't like that part. Yes. Because I liked Elsa. I liked Elsa, too. But she's also part of the cult, ready to give up her life right. for Chef. Well, so. She has some problems. I mean, we all do. <laughs> But what did she say to those guys? Like, you'll have, you won't, what was that little thing she whispered in that guy's ear? Oh, my gosh. Um, I know. I remember that was like a key sentence in there, and I didn't think to write it down. I'm going to look it up. It was very important to the whole storyline of the movie. Right. I was like, woo. But I kind of feel like, you know, that the staff was probably handpicked by Chef Julian. You know, and like you said, they're basically part of a call. It's This is kind of like they're. I hate to say it, but their Kool-Aid moment. Of course, when Margot makes it back Here into... It you will eat less than you desire and more than you deserve. Yes. Yep. Ooh. And you're going to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> That's before they know they're going to die. Yeah. But I mean, that that was basically what it came down to. Because like you, to your point, they were all bad or corrupt people that had Horrible. done something... Um, you know, whether it was a crime of some sort or some sort of injustice. So Margot gets it back to the restaurant and she basically requests that chef cook her a cheeseburger, which. But why? So that's what I want to talk about. You do. (laughs) (laughs) I, so. I think there's something to be said, number one, about eating a really good burger. 
already off track, but go ahead. First. I like burgers. And you know what? I wanted a burger and I went and got a burger after, after I watched After you ate movie. that? Yeah, yes. After I watched it. Number one for me, the, actually, cheeseburgers, burgers period, are, are one of my favorite meals. But I also think that uh, while it's a simple dish, people can really screw it up. So um, she's also... In the service business, right? We know that she's like an escort, basically a giver rather than a taker is essentially what Chef has pointed out about her. And she kind of mentions, you know, that she may have lived in a trailer park. So she's kind of come from probably a poor type living situation. So the burger was probably bringing him back to his roots Right, essentially, he started out as like a short order cook yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this could be comparable to, um, and one thing that I heard when I was going through culinary training was that if you could cook an egg, then that was a defining moment for your culinary expertise. So like an egg sandwich or just any sort of eggs. I'm telling you. This, really? Yes, that. That's a trade secret, everybody. But if you're able, easy. well, but not for everybody. Sometimes people can dry them out, uh, okay. make them too runny, etc. True. Um, I don't like that white goo. Yes. Ugh. Exactly. So there's a lot of people that will order, like, let's just say over easy eggs, but some people really can't do it. They screw it up. Um, to me, that cheeseburger is sort of that same sort of concept. You can eat all that foo-foo shit, the foam, the custard, the <laughs> tiny the carrots, the charcoal. But can you basically fry an egg or a burger to perfection is essentially where I felt that that was going when she asked for him to make a cheeseburger. And he does. He makes her a cheeseburger. And he tells her that it's going to be the best cheeseburger she's ever tasted. So Screen Rant theorized that the burger uh, was supposed to symbolize the rich, and she ate it uh, at the end, right? She gets on the boat because he allows her to leave. She gets on the boat with her burger, her cheeseburger. She, like, cracks the code on how to get out. Yeah. She gets on the boat and then heads out and then stops. Um, But Margo, of course, wasn't like the other guest. And, in fact, uh, we discover, of course, that she's had a less than perfect life. So, Den of Geek stated that the burger, or this is their theory anyways, that the burger was tainted and this was Chef's last meal. So, at the end, we hear him clap, right? When he serves up the dessert and everything goes up in flames. So, she takes a bite. The clap was to symbolize the human s'more at the end and the end of Margot as well. What do you think happened? No. What is your take? Well, what's your theory? To me, let's hear it. She won't really have a theory, <laughs> but the way that I took it was like he actually looked happy in that picture when he was a fry cook. And so she was like, maybe if I take him back to that, I don't fucking know, dude. I, I was just like, I want a burger. <laughs> but <laughs> sure I think that it. he, like, he was. At the peak of his success, but he was woefully unhappy. He mm-hmm. hated everyone. Mm-hmm. He hated the guests. He just wanted to wrap it up. But I think she brought him back to the time when he was just starting out. And I mean, 
I don't think he wanted to kill her because she didn't know why she was there. That's not right. Yeah. So even though he was psycho, he was, he has a psycho with principles is what I think. Okay. And so she kind of like... I like it. Gave him the flim flam. He gave her the burger. She paid for the burger. Yep. And she le- She was allowed and to she leave. she walked out. So she fulfilled the transaction, not being an asshole. She ate what he cooked her without complaining. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, I'm too, I'm full. After yeah, I can't one finish bite. this. Can I get this <laughs> right, to go? Can I get it to go? Mm-hmm. And then he let her leave. Yeah. I don't think she died. I think that he, like, she cracked the code. I, I actually agree with that because, um... Going back to what I had talked about with the egg or the burger, right? Um, Like, to your point, when she ordered that cheeseburger, that took him back to why he actually wanted to be in the culinary industry. When he was happy. When he was happy. And it was simple. Full of hope. You know, those kinds of things. And you see that he actually is excited while he's preparing Uh the cheeseburger. Right, because it's going to be the best one she's ever had. The best one she's ever eaten. At the end, when she's like, oh, I'd like this to go, there's some reservation on his face. But then I think there's some also, like, recognition going on there. And that's where he packs it up, and then he lets her go. And I think that was him understanding that uh, she wasn't supposed to be there. She's not part of the menu. Mm -hmm. And uh, She wasn't awful. No, he made him happy, I think, in those last minutes, right. even though he knew, like, there was a conclusion and we're all going to die here, except for Marco. You get <laughs> right. to go. Right, <laughs> yeah. You get to go and eat your burger. Yeah, and of course, so she gets out on the boat in the water, gets far enough away. We Sees hear the final the clap. S'mores. <laughs> yep. Sees the s'mores go up in flames. And, and then she's like, now I can actually eat because I'm not going to die. Correct. And then she mm-hmm. eats the last meal. And then whatever happens to Margo, she goes Patty on with her life. goes and gets a burger. <laughs> I'm like, this movie made me hungry for a burger. <laughs> I did. I mean, yeah, the entire time I was watching that movie, I thought, I'm hungry. <laughs> Even though I ate, like, a shit ton of popcorn. But it was not food. You know, it's like snacks. It's snacks, yes. It's snacky snacks. Yeah, 1,000 calories worth of snacks. (laughs) Probably more than that. It's not food, okay? It's snacks. It's not. But, yeah, (laughs) I definitely walked out of there, and I was like, ugh. That food looked so good. It really did. And then I was like, what can I get right now? (laughs) How about some s'mores? I know. I know. After I seen the s'mores part, I was like, I don't know if I can ever eat s'mores after that. Right? Because it, it was, was very, very triggering for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Melting. People uh, melting. The marshmallow hats and the chocolate <laughs> and the, the crushed graham cracker and stuff that gets poured all over the I'm place. I'm not really a fan of s'mores. They're so messy, sticky. Not like, me, I'm not man. a big marshmallow person. I just really want the chocolate. Let's face it. During the summer, I'm all about getting around the campfire. <laughs> Fire <pit>. Yep. Drinking <laughs> my cider. Not, not anymore. I don't know if I'll do it this next year. <laughs> not after this movie. But it was good. It was definitely interesting. It was a thinker, but not like uh, a net thinker where you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Uh, I really liked the whole take on greed and capitalism and how it can be. And basically don't. Be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Especially to your um, hospitality staff, right? A lot of time. And that's whether you go to like a right. hotel or service. something. Yeah. Those fields are so hard because they're just constantly customer service. And then um, we typically sit around or stand around and just bitch and moan about 
how they're not I meeting only our got needs. Three rolls. <laughs> <laughs> One of you bitches is gonna die. You know what's funny though about that experience? I don't even think we brought up that we only had three rolls, right? Did we bring it up? I think she pointed it out. The waitress. And she was like, oh, I realize like, there's oh, only no. three here. I'm I'm going to keep my eye on the staff and, like, and I'll bring oh, you out whatever. another one. And I was like, <laughs> keep them coming, bitch. And she did not. <laughs> but we didn't even eat that other batch. No. Uh-uh. You know what ended up happening? I ended up packing it in my container. <laughs> and then we and ate it. our son ate all of oh, them. Oh, so. really? Okay. Well, somebody yeah. ate it. Mm-hmm. Somebody job. did eat it, but <laughs> uh, great movie. Yeah, it's uh, a good one. Recommend it. Um, two thumbs up. Yeah, two two <laughs> two wiener schnitzels up with red licorice. <laughs> I would say uh, either go in hungry and know that you're going to want to eat a good meal afterwards. Probably a burger. <laughs> Or try to eat something beforehand, but know that you're still going to be salivating during this movie. Yeah, it is so. really, if you like food. Yes. Yeah. And I just thought it was cool that a lot of the stuff that were actually working in the kitchen on the set were actual yeah, kitchen that's staff. Awesome. And then, of course, that they brought in a um, well-known chef. Michelin. From the yeah, from the, the use. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty cool. But, Yeah. Hope you liked this movie review. Um, Patty, do you have anything that you would like to add? No, but I do have a quick, what I like to call, this is work-related. Tell me you don't give an F about me without telling me you don't give an F about me. (laughs) Chapter one. (laughs) I was going to work in the morning, and it was early, and... This place doesn't open until 8, and I was outside of this establishment. I guess we're not supposed to say where we work. Yeah, correct. Anyway, um, waiting to get in, and there was this, let's just say, a crackhead type dude. Okay. I I think that that's an inappropriate term now. (laughs) I'm sorry. Crack (laughs) adjacent. (laughs) Crack adjacent. Anyway, a ne'er do well. I don't know. He seems a drug addicted individual that may have a little bit sketchy. Yes. Okay. And he was trying to get in the front door, and I said, "We don't open till 8. And he said, "Oh." And I was like, "Oh God," because I'm out there by myself. (laughs) I'm just getting ready to say, "Are you by yourself out there?" Standing out there. So I ring the bell. And who comes to the door? And then you're like, help me. I know. I'm like, open help. the fucking door. There's a zombie out here. <laughs> it was the director of the place. Oh, shit. Okay. And they did not open that fucking what? door until the guy left. Are you serious? They left I, they you left out there me by standing yourself? Out there. Yes. What? Yes. What if something had happened to exactly. you? Exactly. Oh, well. I guess I'm dispensable. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe you should so, make your own. Right. Menu. I'm going to make one for a different kind of business that I'm not going to say, but. I'd be like, those oatmeal cookies are lace. <laughs> Can you believe that? I was With like, arsenic. Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> oh Open the fucking door. What? what are you doing? I cannot believe that. Yeah. Yep. 
I am sorry that you had to stand so, out there alone. The new year is starting off great. While the apocalypse was happening. Right? But I will have to say, if the apocalypse was happening and you rang the doorbell, I probably wouldn't open the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's good to know where you stand, isn't it, everyone? I'd be like, I'm sorry, Patty. I yeah, love you. Yeah. Uh, better luck next time. <laughs> I'm going to make a burger. <laughs> Uh-huh. She can't for not being on time, Patty. Uh, I was early, okay, but no, I can't no. get in until they open the freaking you. door. Ugh. So, yeah. Sorry, man. I got to play this funny. Bad stuff. This funny uh, sound that's on TikTok. You know what it's they say, actually, though? What? Karma comes around. Well, I hope so. Mm-hmm. There's this. Uh, They're going to get theirs one day. That's not this, sorry. Oh, I Oops. was like, what is that? That's not that either. <laughs> I send my daughter all these. Whoops. I heard some laughter. Oh, no, stop. Monique, that wasn't I know, funny. she was like, what? There's a bird in here. <laughs> is this it? Oh, my gosh. Open the door or I'm going to... Throw rocks through your windows, you dumb whore. Oh, wow. Is that Dr. Phil? That sounds like Dr. Phil. Is that what you're getting ready to tell your boss? Isn't that funny? That Open the door. <laughs> There's so many TikToks that use that sound, and it's so hilarious. And oh I always send that to my daughter, and we laugh. That is so funny. I love it. <laughs> love it. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. Well... Um, we hope that you liked this episode. <laughs> Sorry for the tangent. Um, but just know that uh, in the apocalypse, I'm screwed. Okay, <laughs> no one's gonna let me in. I guess I just better stay home. <laughs> <laughs> to include JD. Hey, I have talked about this previously Sorry. on other episodes. <laughs> You're on your fucking own. I don't know you. And I think I would have backed away from the door so that you couldn't even see my last words. I would have just texted them to you <laughs> so that I wouldn't have drawn attention to I'm myself. In the shower. <laughs> She's pulled that one on me before, too. <laughs> Left me standing out here. I'm such oh a pattern, God. huh? But I have made it clear in my family. <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. I put you down. Oh, yeah, man. I Whatever we got to do to survive. <laughs> A.K.A. my ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Hilarious. Anyways, we hope you uh, liked this movie review on the menu. And go watch though. it. It's on uh, HBO Max. It is. Uh, sorry, I forgot to say the title at the beginning of our podcast. <laughs> the Menu. Yes. The, the menu. menu. Le Menu. Yep. Um, and we hope to catch you on the next episode. And it will be a white collar. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Okay, bye. Goodbye.